Welcome to another podcast from Fire Church Ministries. We hope you enjoy this message from Dave Hogan. Thank y'all. That's really nice. Don't sit down yet. We're going to... Okay, I did my walkthrough. Can I have that deal brought down here? Please. Uh, look, thank y'all, but you saw the man do it this morning. I thoroughly agree with honoring people, but the honor goes to Jesus, okay? You please do that. Hey. Holy Ghost fire. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank y'all, thank y'all. Whatever you want to, have a seat. And... Okay, because we'll probably get up and do some declarations. Bang a mama. You okay? Yeah. All right. You embarrassed? You all right? You all right? Okay. This is Mrs. Hogan. Yeah. We, we still love each other another day. Coming up on 49 in a few days. Isn't that right? You want to say something? Well, don't leave me. You want to talk? You sure? Sure. They want to talk. I know. Y'all don't know. You don't know, but I've been shot for the gospel, stoned lots of dozens of times for the gospel, imprisoned, beat, clubs, machetes, my feet I've walked in, I don't know how many times, bloody can't walk, just doing like this and blood just squishing out of my shoes. You have no idea how much that lady has taken the time and healed me. She just heals me up. And then I start liking the attention. And she tells me that I'm ready for war, so go back to the battle. So that's how it goes. Bam. Y'all good? <laughs> Look, I apologize to you. I do. I I am so blessed and fortunate and happy and all those awesome words. <laughs> and I, I was out there, I saw several of the team out there uh, a while ago. I was out there, but I was buying some bread. Y'all were working, I was too, getting Ms. Hogan a treat. That's important. Holy Ghost. Shataba. All right. Now, I'm going to warn you, unbelievers, I suggest you leave. <laughs> but I do thank you, unbelievers, for coming because you make the body of Christ complete because Jesus spoke more to the unbelievers than he did anybody else. So thank you all. But you you got a very dark tunnel ahead of you, and I'm glad I'm not you. 
I'm glad I'm what's called a believer. Jesus is king. <laughs> so this, this looks a little short. Uh, while I'm talking, some of y'all are going to feel compelled to bring something up here to be prayed for. Uh, and unless one of these guys in the blue or ladies in the blue tackles you, you can bring it up here and set it down on the thing. Uh, and uh, just don't throw them at me. <laughs> I, I don't care. I've been hit by lots of things. Holy Ghost. So I want to explain to you about this. I was in, uh, y'all know where the United States is, y'all? It's, it's Paya. Um, I was there in the United States in the state of Virginia. Bless you, dear. And we were having a service similar to this one. And... There was lots of people, a lot of excitement. Bless you, son. Bless you, good-looking fellas. Y'all are awesome. Bless you. Bless you, dear. Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. You know, I never do get embarrassed. And I have to check with my wife to see when y'all are embarrassed. Because... I'll ask her why is her face red, and she'll say, well, the rest of us in here are embarrassed. <laughs> but I, I just don't do that. It's a waste of energy, and at my age, you can't do that. Waste energy, I mean. <laughs> Holy Ghost, fire of the Lord. Shataba. Well, there's clutter around Jesus, 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 Jesus. I don't know what happened to him, girls. I did not hit him, I promise. There was this unseen hand that smacked him. It's called the Holy Ghost. Jesus. Jesus, <laughs> let me get to my story or I won't make it. How y'all? Sydney, huh? What's the name of that bay where you saw that whale uh, down there? It's real. No, it's not that one. Whales, saw whales. They. My wife sees them where she needs them. Because they told her, we've been here like 18 years and there's never been a whale. She goes, you mean like that? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> so, there you go. All right. Bolongo? No. Byron, no. It, Bondo. Say it again. One more time. Bolongo. Y'all sort it out. (laughs) 
Jesus. Jesus. Shakaba. Shababa. Okay, so I was there in Virginia in the United States of America. And um, the, uh, there was this really pretty young woman, uh, young uh, lady woman, come up and uh, she says to me, I'm having your handkerchief. You know, and I'm not very agreeable to those kind of aggressive movements. And uh, I told her, you're not having my handkerchief. She said, I will have that handkerchief. And I'm looking at this little tiny human being. Real, pr real pretty, petite thing. I said, baby, listen to me. Don't mess with me. And all of a sudden, I felt, see, my wife, she does not, she's not aggressive. You can see she's calm with me. I'm bouncing all over the place. She just stands there, you know, and, you know, in public. <laughs> and, and so, all of a sudden, I felt somebody touch my elbow, you know. It's the woman. And I just turned on my wife. I said, she's not getting my handkerchief. And you quit intervening for her. <laughs> Had she approached me differently, it might have happened. My wife didn't say a word. And the woman says, I'm having a handkerchief. And I told her, look, right down the street, I saw a store that sells them called Walmart. Go down there and buy you some. She said, I don't want those. I want that one that's been in your pocket. I said, girl, it's used. It's got sweat on it, snot and spit. And you don't want mine. All of a sudden, I felt my wife's hand again. You understand I'm not going to get away with this. It doesn't matter what I think. I'm outnumbered. But Ms. Hogan's most of the time, almost always, right. And I'm this emotional, wild, no guy. And she's this calm human being that sees the benefit for everybody. I just don't see it. I think you should work for your own stuff. That's what I think. Ms. Hogan says, you've worked hard for it. Give it to somebody else. No. So I pulled the thing out, gave it to the lady, and she didn't even say thank you. She just took the thing and left. <laughs> and I'm just standing there. Oh, that's offensive. <laughs> so I told my wife, see there? She wasn't even appreciative. She could at least lied. Your hair is red, girl. <laughs> Looks like fire. <laughs> okay, so, you know, we, we did our thing. We left. But just a few months ago, I was back over there. 
I mean, that place is just, you can't, I can't even move with so many people in there. Uh, it's nice. You know, that's what you want. Seems like the more aggressive I get, the more people want it. Seems like. So I'm standing there, and then this, I noticed this big old guy. Now, I'm not little. So this big fella, he's staring at me. So I'm the guy that understands that kind of street language. So I roll up on the fella. It's happening. He says, I got something for you. And I look down at the pastor. He goes, I said, all right, what is it? Reached in his pocket, pulls out my handkerchief. And I looked at it. His big old hand is sitting there. I said, I use those kind of handkerchiefs. He said, this is yours. I said, what are you talking about? He said, my wife came here last time you was here and took it from you. And I looked at the lady standing beside him. Oh, it's you. <laughs> he said, I brought it back to you. He said, my wife told me you was a little testy with her, but she was determined to get it. So she got it. I said, what's the story? Y'all, this is amazing. I'm, a, I'm always playing, messing around, you know, fooling with folks. I always do that. And most of it I mean, but I'll relent if I have to. You know, that girl went straight back to the hospital. I had no idea her husband had been in a coma for two months. Dying with four incurable diseases in intensive care. She took that handkerchief. Now, this is not my fault. I was just being a little fussy about a handkerchief. She took the handkerchief, laid it on his head. Instantly, the fellow wakes up and raises up. Two. Intensive care. Intensive care. The bells are going off. The doctors and nurses rush in. Y'all know the drill. They studied him <coughs> for four days more and released him healed. All four diseases are gone. Yeah. It's a big deal. This stuff works. Works. I don't know why. Hey. Of course not. Have a seat. Stay put, woman. <laughs> no, what you got to trade? What you got to trade? I got nothing. I got nothing. You want my shirt? No. Give me my shirt. I got my own shirt. Maybe you could use it. Why come you don't have your own handkerchief? No, I, I don't use handkerchiefs. Oh, that's not my fault, is it now? Come Ooh. on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> is, is that all right? That's and you, stealing. who are you? Stealing. I'm not going to steal it. There's Christians everywhere. If I steal it, they'll see. Come on, bro. What's it for? It's for a friend's cousin who's got cancer. It's for a friend's what? Cousin. Just cousin. Cancer. It's terminal. What Two kind weeks. of cancer? Uh, I think it's stomach or something like that. 
100% still gonna use it. Colon cancer. Huh? You don't understand? I'm just making a fuss, right? What is it? Oh, yeah. Make a deal with you. Uh, you hadn't even heard it. <laughs> I trust you, right? <laughs> All right, let, let me finish my job. Sure. If you have to leave early, I'll, consi I'll consider it. Let me finish, okay. and it's up to you to get through security to me. Oh, okay, okay. Done. These guys? Uh, whoever did him. I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your name? Simon. Simon? Yeah. Like Peter, Simon, Peter? Yeah, my oh, no wonder you'll stand up and talk <laughs> to me. <laughs> Good. Good job. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> see, see, politically, I have to submit, and all, everybody's looking, and I have to give this up, you know? No, I don't. <laughs> if I want to, I will. Who gives a flying flip what they say? <laughs> okay, back to my job before Simon Peter interrupted me. Okay. Look, I apologize. Some of y'all hadn't laughed this much in a hundred years. Your face is going to break. I hope. In Jesus' name. So that's what this is about. Getting people healed. All right? In Jesus' name. It's another way God did it in the New Testament, so we do it now. In Jesus' name. Confident enough? <laughs> so, declarations. Fire! Declarations. Will you stand, please? Y'all up and down, up and down. It's good for stretching. And Say it with me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. I need you. I need you. Jesus. Jesus. I love you. Jesus, I speak into the atmosphere. I tear down powers and rulers and governing spirits. By the name of Jesus, we call Jesus King and Lord. We bless this land. We bless the water we drink. We bless the food we eat. We bless our families. We call healing to our families. And we call healing to our enemies. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank y'all. Have a seat again and turn to uh, Romans chapter 8 again. And I'm fortunate to keep finding these new verses. Romans chapter 8. Holy. 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 Shut up. 
Jesus. Jesus. There's a story I'm going to tell you in a moment that uh, it's very dear to me. And so I want to share it with you tonight. Before I do, there's another story. Uh, did they get the picture? Is it Mr. Zach again? Okay, chunk it up on the thing thingamajig up there. Yeah, I want you to look at this. That's in the United States of America. That's in Columbus, Ohio. That's just below Michigan, just below Canada. That's a really on fire church there. There's lots of miracles happening there, and I'm fortunate to be part of that. But I want you to look at this man. You see the, you see the face of the guy in the middle? That's what it looks like when you stand up for the first time after a year and a half and having two strokes and heaven heals you. That's what you look like. The boy on the left is a cage fighter, uh, octagon guy right here on the left, a very powerful young man, real high in the rankings, good fella, but he'll, he's a good fighter as well. And he sought me out in Kentucky several months before this, and same type of meetings as this and that, but there was no results. But instead of them getting angry with me, God, and so forth, they kept pursuing the mercy See, the thing about what he was preaching about this morning about thumping the ground with your arrows is you have to pursue God. You do everything right, but you do it that way over and over again. That's how you get results. Did you hear me? I'm serious. Uh, uh, this This... The church is overrun with short-term everything. Nothing heaven does is short-term. It's eternal. I need you to gear up for the long haul. Shut up. Jeez, I'm a long haul guy. Jesus is king. Yeah. When I got married, I didn't realize I was in for a long haul. When I signed up for the kingdom of God, I had no idea I was signing an eternal contract. I, you just, when you're young, you don't catch on easily. You just don't. I didn't. Maybe some of y'all did. Wow. But let me tell you. In the last seven years, I have run 39 marathons. A marathon consists of 42.3 kilometers, 26.2 miles. And I've done them till I'm blue in the face. But I'll tell you this, I can go out in your rain right now and run one. Let me tell you why. Because I am prepared for war. I am a soldier of the gospel, and I can go out at any moment and engage the enemy on his level. Lost, defeat, overcome, overrun, and you can wait up in the camp. 
Y'all sing the song. I went to the enemy's camp, and I, what he stole from me, or you, or you, or you, or you, or anyone in this room, we can do this. That cage fighter fella, he believed the words that was coming out of my mouth, and he pursued the gospel that's around us, and heaven responded to him and us. It's a combined effort. We were doing a fire tunnel, and that they rolled through there in this wheelchair. I stra always straddle those wheelchairs and, and undo the Velcro. I'm, the, I'm that guy. I just look at the people in the chair and the people behind it as I'm pulling the Velcro. The Velcro has them chained in. You have to let them go free. Jesus is king. Well, how do you know they're going to get up? How do you know they're not? You have faith they're not. What if I have faith they're going to get up? You have more proof that they won't. True statement. But I have proof that they can get up. And I like it. That man in the middle was a preacher, preached for 32 years, and his reward was two strokes. Did you hear me? I need you to hear what I said to you because you don't believe that that'll happen to you. But let me get you sorted out a little bit. Life happens to everybody the same. We all have to face it. You're just better off facing it with the blood covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you hear me? So let's read a verse. Make it seem like church. Some of you are nervous because I won't read a verse. Just busy telling miracles and having fun. What kind of church is that? Verse 13, you there? I am. I got amplified. Sorry again. Is that okay, Brother Alex, amplified? Oh, <laughs> Somebody in the back better run. I'm fixing to come give you a kiss. <laughs> I've been known to do it. <laughs> verse 13, Romans 8, amplified version. You ready? If you live according to the dictates of the flesh, say, not me, not me. you will surely die. Say it, I will live and not die. Say it. But if through the power of the Holy Spirit you are habitually putting to death, say, that's me. that's me. I am destroying the works of the evil one. Say it. The flesh has no power over me. Say it. In Jesus' name. It says you'll live forever. Look at the end of that 13. Say it, I want to live forever. In Jesus' name. I don't know what that looks like, but I'm going to find out. Because Jesus is king. Boy, I'm, so, I'm trying to hurry this now so I can get to this miracle, the third one, because I... 
I had no idea of the altering circumstances that I got myself into. My life was altered by the most broken little village girl. Oh, man. Let's go. Verse 14. For all who are led by the Spirit of God. What are they? Who are they? Say, this is me. Say it, I am a daughter of Zion. Say it, I am a son of God. In Jesus' name. Holy. Thank you, God. I am a son and I'm a favorite. Say it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Holy Ghost. Now, I want to tell you this story, and then we're going to do another verse somewhere. I can't remember right this minute. It'll come to me directly. Well, I should do Matthew 10, but I've, I've, that, brought, that brought it up. Thank you. It's Luke 9, actually. Matthew 10 is close. It's only a few hundred years difference. It's... Uh, let me see if I can find it. Thank God for the rain, right? Yeah. In the world I live in, in the villages, this is the blessings of God. Rain means blessing because it means food. Luke chapter 9, verse 22. Now I want you to see, he quoted it close a while ago. Uh, the Son of Man, are y'all there? Luke 9, 22, Amplified Version, y'all there? All right. The Son of Man must suffer many things and be deliberately, say there. Say it again. See, life, hell, opposition is on purpose after you. Well, so is heaven. Heaven is pursuing us. Now look what it says. Disapproved, repudiated, how you say that word, Mom? Repudiated. I don't know how y'all say it here. Rejected. See, lots of you are disappointed with God because of these words. Rejection, disapproval, repudiated. We don't know, none of us know what that means. It means they don't like us. We want people to like us. The deal is, they don't. So you see, I'm okay with that now. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It surely hasn't altered my life one bit. I have went out there, hunted, sought out enemies, and they can do what I can do. You don't believe that, but you're wrong. These enemies of the gospel, these warlocks and witchcraft and all these things, they do have power. They can do things. But let me tell you what they can't do. They cannot raise the dead. There's no challenge. Life-giving comes through us from God. We win. 
because of the resurrection that the Father gave to Jesus when he raised him from the dead. Life, life, creation life came back on the planet when Father raised his son from the dead. And it's for us, 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 say it, us, sons and daughters of Zion. Now I want you to notice, he knew he was going to be rejected and cursed and disapproved of, put to death. But do you understand, he kept walking down the trail anyway. It's called obedience. Most every one of us modern Christians, when we run up against this type of persecution or rejection, we sit out and camp right there in a pity party. I must invite you on to the glory of God. I know you're enjoying yourself, low self-esteem and loss mentality, but I must invite you on to the glory of God. Jesus is king. It's not my fault y'all sat on the front row. Shalababa. <laughs> We got this. And it don't look like it almost always. He likes being God. He likes being champion, hero, last minute, charge over the hill. He likes that. Let him. Trust him. He's on the way. He understands our disappointments, disapproval, rejection. He's got it. Happened to him. And he made it. He, he went there in the garden. If you will, please take this off me. Dad just did this. You got to do it, son. Suck it up. The world's depending on you. So what was Jesus' response? So be it. He waltzed up to that cross. Not even torn flesh off, beard tore off. What did he do? No one took his life. He laid it down for us. <laughs> we got this. Jesus is king. <laughs> Verse 23. If any person Pick me. Ah! Come after me. Let him deny. Oh, no, 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 I won't. Let's do it on some conditions. Let's take turns. Let's cut a contract. You know, there's never a response to that. It's only the same verse pops up every time you read it. If any person will come, wills to come after me, let him deny himself, disown himself, forget, lose sight of himself, his own interest, refuse and give himself up. See, in your world, I've gone way too far. In my world, I'm on my way too far and I'm getting closer. I will arise. 
I'll guarantee you that. I will find the king. Because see, after all this prayer fasting, thousands of hours and days, and years of service, and you know what, this lady and I, you know what our goal in life is? Can I show it to you? Is it all right if I show you? It's all said and done. Here's what we believe. Ready? Bowing, looking for the sandals that no one is worthy to unlatch. That is the answer for everyone. We have to bow. Let's keep reading verse 23. Take up his cross. How often? What does it say? Look up there. What does it say up there? Take up his cross. How often? How often? How often? You just want to break just a couple of days. That's the last time we saw you. Everybody tells me, dude, you need to lighten up just a little. <laughs> Ain't going to happen. I'm going to figure out how to tighten it on down. Because that mercy's waiting on me. That mercy, that mercy is searching for me as well. See, you don't know. You don't know. The last time you saw me, I was a little bit different than I am now. Let me tell you why. I went to Africa when I left y'all. And uh, I was with the Bakers. Y'all know Heidi and Roland Baker. And, and Ms. Heidi likes me to do their graduation thing. And so there's lots of people there and fires falling. It's an awesome time. <laughs> and so I'm standing up there, and it's not my fault. We got two fire tunnels going. There's just thousands of people and so much fire and lots of energy. And I'm, what? what? And I hear a train coming. Well, Pimba, there's no trains. But I hear this train. So I'm looking. Because I'm going to get off the track. Didn't make it. I turned around and a train came. I apologize to y'all that don't believe. This is really going to irritate the fire out of you. Give you some more credentials to hate me and God more. I'm going to give it to you, though. This is strictly for believers. <laughs> Train's coming. I look up. Bam! It's running right through me. Boxcar loads of something. Turns out it was mercy. Mercy. So, I finished up my thing there. Moved over into South Africa. We're in a place called Transkai, and uh, no gospel as far as, as far as you can see. And, uh, you know, we're the only thing there with gospel, and so I'm, I'm blessed. But same thing, fire's falling on these new believers, and I'm so happy. <laughs> and I hear another train. So I'm thinking, 
it's mercy coming back for another round. And I turn around. Bam! I'm looking, this train's running through me. This time it was love. God has given me a train load of mercy and love. It's a new day. Pick up your cross. What does it look like? Who cares? Love, mercy, grace, anointing, fresh oil. Yay, yay, God. When you say you want it all, whatever gives it to you. What are you going to look like? <laughs> Trying to figure it out. I really am. But I am such a blessed human being to get to traipse around the planet. Everywhere I go, this power just flows. There's amazing energy and goodness and grace. And yay, God, and thank you, God, and shatabababa. And I want to tell you this story because I had to get through the cross bearing thing every day so I could act like I know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> I have not met the human that does. Lots of people act like it. But I know that Jesus is king. That's about all I know. And I bless you. I am not here to curse you. Look. There are some life-altering moments that you're headed toward, and your decision does matter. And I'm not going to tell you how to handle it. I'm going to tell you, let God tell you how to handle it when you get there. I was in a meeting like this, but I was in Germany. That Some of you have heard this, the first part, but you haven't heard the second part. This is an update. I ran into this little village girl. She was in a big, uh, 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 like a wheelchair, but it was a, like a box, like a car thing. And this little girl, I go over there because I'm always interested uh, uh, because you don't come to church and there's a whole lot of cars in church. So I was wondering what was in it. And I'm, I'm noisy, you know, it's really noisy around me, so I'm easing over there to see what's in that little car thing. And I look in there, whoa, there's just the blackest little baby. I'm telling you, it looked like a piece of smut laying there. Black, but it's broken, it's twisted, it's, it's abused in a, by hell. Well, instantly, whatever has that cause on her, I'm against it. Her story is not relevant. Her color, her tribe, let me tell you what is relevant. Jesus is king. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I don't even, everybody in there is white because they're all Bavarian people, Germans. And I'm, I'm looking around, trying to figure it out. How'd this black baby get in there? And I reach there, unvelcro, that's me. I'm the unvelcro guy. Pick this thing up, and the bells and whistles started going off. It's got tubes, and you know, it's critical. It's going to die. 
see right through its skin. This thing's in a bind. And since I'm the best grandpa in the world, <laughs> this bothers me that this baby's twisted and maimed like this. It's my responsibility to find out what caused it and remove it. Besides it being my job and my responsibility as a born-again believer of the gospel and a favorite son of a king. Oh, this thing's getting more and more power, the more sweat I get. Bring it on, brother. It's on you now, boy. <laughs> I'm going to try to sneak out of here with it. Simon Peter, huh? Impetuous, aggressive. Step out on the water. Override his faith with too much energy. Make it so. You get out of that boat. You hear me? He'll pull you up. Just keep your eyes on Jesus and either walk or sink, but he'll help you if you sink. Just get out the boat. So, okay. Back to what up? Back to Sophie. So the pastor came and he's nervous because I'm an aggressive human being. Because I disagree with this baby being punished like this. I do not care whose fault. Or why? You don't treat babies like this. Do you hear me? Okay. So, he says, Brother Hogan, what are you doing? I said, what am I doing? I'm looking for the mom and dad. Now find them for me. Because there ain't any black folks in here. So he calls some people. They come up and I'm looking at them. <laughs> They're whiter than I am. <laughs> I said, this ain't real. You can't be the parents. Said, Brother David, we adopted the baby. I said, Ah, where's she from? They told me it's a North African uh, thing where there's a lot of conflict. Christians are being murdered. Her entire village was murdered, uh, uh, genocide. The only thing left alive was this crippled baby, and they threw it up beside the wall so she would squeak and draw the hyenas. This is not quiet, you are. You don't want to hear this. You want to hear something laughy and cheerful. Not me. I want this and I want whoever caused it. Because mercy is going to run over us all. Shakaba. And so, uh, so, I said, how did this come about? And I apologize to you unbelievers because here you go, some more ammunition. Angel of the Lord appeared to these people at their work and told them to get their papers in order because they're going to adopt a war crimes baby. That's illegal. I don't know what you know, but it's illegal. It's illegal. So, how did this baby get from North Africa genocide village to a refugee camp in middle Germany? This is a big deal. 
Turns out your father can do anything. Turns out his love is more powerful than any hate there is. Turns out he has unlimited resources. He'll use whatever government he chooses to. And so, so here's how it went. Third day, the hyenas did not eat her. The blue hats got there. Do y'all know those guys? They're called United Nations soldiers. They drive white vehicles. Big blue UN sign on the doors in the back and the front. All the nations I go in, they're in. And they're going over the bodies and checking things out. They got to clean this mess up. And they found Sophie. A soldier, you got to imagine this. God sent this kid, this soldier, decked out with the best gear there is, and he finds this broken, twisted, maimed baby. Been starving for three days, waiting on him. He finds her, picks her up, brings her, takes her to a refugee camp, hospital in this nation. We don't know yet where the... Uh, credentials or the authenticity or the order came from to move her from North Africa to Europe. We don't know that. We haven't got that figured. I don't. I'm going to go back in a few weeks, months, uh, and I'm going to follow up, try to get some more information. I really want the name of that soldier. I want to fly to him and congratulate him. That's what I'm going to do. I personally am going to do that one of these days in Jesus' name. Was he a Christian? I don't think so. Was he, uh, anything that you hoped for probably wasn't true. He was doing his job and hating being there. That's probably true. And, uh, and uh, somehow she got moved from this hospital to another one in, in Germany. And I want to appreciate all you taxpayers. Thank you all for putting me in. Y'all paid for it. You're a grateful bunch of people. You're a good bunch of people. Thank y'all. I bless this land because there are people benefiting from what you consider misuse and abuse. Thank you for saving Sophie. She needed us, and we were in play. We feel abused by the percentage of taxes and on and on and on and misuse in governments all around the world. It's the same everywhere. And I agree with you. I do. I promise. It's horrible. The lust of men's flesh for power is ridiculous. That's why we're not going to be that way. We're going to pick our cross up every day and we're going to follow him, whatever it looks like. Pleased to do so. with joy unspeakable filled with the glory of God. Okay, so they went to the hospital thing, the refugee deal. They got their paperwork in order, went there and uh, went through these different wards. The, first of all, the perfect ward where the children have mental scars but everything else is perfect. 
no angel. So they progressively went to the 100% care ward, and there's the angel that spoke to them standing there waiting on them. Standing beside Sophie. Your God is amazing. All right. They walk over and say, we're taking this one. Uh, her name is going to be Sophie and on and on. The, and everybody was confused because it's a 100% care child. It's, you're, you're talking about millions of euros. And she's going to die for sure anyway. Unless heaven has an organized plan called resurrection power, called the love of God, called yeah. the mercy yeah. Shabbat yeah. of heaven. Shataba, come on. Shataba, shatataba, shataba. Fire of God. And for him to let me be included, do you understand how awesome that is? In my world, let's think about me for a second. I know some better people. I'm not a good person but I'm a son. And Jesus is king. And, and God had this plan, see? Brought that baby, put those people in action, all this stuff had to be in play. Me, I had to be on time. Our team was there. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah how God's manipulating everyone. Boy, you hate that word. Because you call yourselves free spirits. Oh, you knucklehead. Jesus is king. Jesus is king. Well, last year, 18, I was over there. Right? I'm back in Bavaria. I love those mountains right by the Czech Republic. It's awesome. Yay, God. Boy, they got some good food. Woohoo! I like me some Bavarian food. Okay. And I'm there. And what I'm fixing to tell you, even you unbelievers, I apologize to you this time. It is so awesome how powerful your God is. Man. I'm back there, a few hundred folks there. You know, I'm waiting my turn like always. Always waiting my turn so I can specifically call Jesus King and Lord. My responsibility is to bless this land with the kingship and lordship of the Christ, the Messiah. And so... I'm there waiting. I'm noticing, you notice how the little kids, they get closer and closer. Uh, you need to notice that. It's a, it's a gift that's been put on my life to, for their generation because they got a battle ahead of them and they need fire. They need training from birth. 
There's a war coming. And you won't stop it. They can. Shalabakata. So, okay. <laughs> you see why I'm a wanted man in eight nations? <laughs> Bring it. So, I'm there waiting my turn. All of a sudden, this little girl over there, I'm looking at her. Prettiest little thing, prettiest little button you ever saw. But I'm wondering, she's black as I don't know what. Them curtains right there. And I'm looking around. See, I don't remember her. I pray for thousands just like her. Then all of a sudden, this little ringlet thing saw me. She looked, this is your update. You ready? Here we go. She saw me. She looked across the thing, and she locked, and here, here's how it went. Little ringlets, ding, ding, ding. And she comes up to my leg, steps on my shoe, because that's what they do to grandpas. So I'm stuck with her, right? Now, Richie, <laughs> and I pick her up. Y'all, this is awesome, what I'm going to tell you. And she puts her little hands on my face, and she kisses me, and in perfect English, not, not Alemán, not German. German, not German, English, kisses me. I love you, Brother David. And I'm looking at her. She's just close. I'm looking at her right in the eyes. How do you know me, baby? And she just pats me, you know, and laughs. <laughs> like, oh, man, are you crazy? <laughs> and then she pulls out of her little bibs a picture. That's so why I take it. I'm looking at it. And it's me. <laughs> Holding Sophie two years ago. I said, that's me. She said, yeah. And the baby is me. <laughs> Bam! Bam! Live with it. Jesus is king. I said, baby. She said, when you left, I started feeling better. So the parents come. It's a reunion, a party, and on and on. And they had to carry her back three or four times to the, to the, United Nations Hospital because she's a government baby. And every time they go back, they say, whatever you're doing, keep it up. Impossible. But she is almost completely healed. See, you listen to me. Hell's opinion of you. 
is hyena food. God's opinion of you is favorite son and daughter of Zion. Now, it's up to you. But you see, I've made my decisions. And I'm not willing to back off of it, what do you think? <laughs> but I am willing to keep my eyes on him, reach down, pick up that cross every morning. Let's go. Where are you going? Who cares? Why is that important? What are you going to do? <laughs> You serious asking those dumb questions? <laughs> I'm going to do what he said. I am going to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. I'm going to find me some more Sophies. And you can be mad all you want to. I'm good with it. Jesus is king. How about that? I'll probably think about your anger for about a day and then I'll be over you and gone. I'll be toting that cross, following those feet. Where are you going? Who cares? You really think that's relevant? No, what's relevant is obedience. Following the king. Being his favorite. Loving him. Period. You see, I'm right about this, right? Come on. You also see I'm not willing to back down, right? <laughs> Do me a favor and give me a day off and tell me to leave. I'll probably get some fishing in. Thank you. I bless the Lord and I bless you. Look how quiet you are. Uncomfortable. You don't hear this kind of talk much. Sophie loves me. A few days ago, I was there in Europe. Her dad came up. I didn't, I didn't remember him without her. She's my ticket, buddy. She's my dark chocolate granddaughter. <laughs> oh, you ought, to, you ought to feel it when she pats me on the cheek. I'm this toughened soldier from war, you know. This littlest old awesome person with no guile. She's innocent. And she just reaches up and pats me on the cheek. Let me tell you something, Brother Alex. It's worth it. I don't think I don't know how hard it is, son. Suck it up and let's go. Okay. Got to put that soldier back in his pen. <laughs> that soldier gets a little bright. <laughs> we got to call the grandpa back forward. Shoot the bus so you can feel like everything is okay. <laughs> Holy Ghost, will you please stand? Ain't nothing okay. Jesus is king. Por favor, abre eso. ¿Y dónde está mi agua? Aquí está. Hermano David, por favor, responde esas cosas para allá, por favor. 
Cristo, todo para mí suya. Jesus is king. Oh, aren't you precious? You know, I, you know, I really do keep all of these, and it makes it back to my office in Texas, and I put them all under my main calendar, and I pull them out and look at them sometimes. It's a true statement. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. You know what your problem is? I'm right about this. Sophie, go to see her. She's about this tall. Next time I see her, I won't recognize her again. So looking forward to seeing her. You ought to have seen her daddy crying the other day. Put his head on my chest. Thank you. See, that's what it's all about. It's that one thank you. Holy. Por favor, Debbie. Venga te empieza a orar por las cosas. Hey. How y'all doing? Y'all good? I need you to want to find a Sophie. Where are you going? That's you. You need Sophie. You need to find her. Bless you, baby. Fire the Lord your spirit. Holy. Holy. Because we're all on course. See? <laughs> Sophie's waiting on us. Or somebody's cousin's friend or something. Who knows? <laughs> Thanks for your testimony. I was out there with y'all, but I was buying bread. But I did see y'all working. And it pleases me. Thank you. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Holy Ghost. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I do is play. I'm too serious of an individual. And remember, serious is not a fruit of the Spirit. Joy, love, faith, patience, meekness, kindness, long-suffering, temperance, meekness. Understand, we got this, right? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You hear me? Thank y'all. Ushers, thank you. How's it going? Doing all right? Bless you. Welcome. Fire. Holy. Y'all can tell her what the sermon was. The sermon was Jesus is King. <laughs> it, will, it will be for the rest of my life. <laughs> Holy. The thing of value you got is that astonishment you had today when it worked. See, I, I never did lose that, see. I'm always amazed that he would let me do it. 
because there's way better qualified people in this room. There really are. Just, I can do it, that's all. It's not qualifications. It's obedience. Shalaba. So, okay, 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 sorry, sorry. Like the man said, we can stay in this all day. You're right, you're right, right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Holy. 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 The 24 elders and the angels, what's their word? What are they saying? 24-7. Holy. Holy. Thank you. I love you, Lord God, holy. Thank you. All right. Uh, if you don't know Jesus, or if you're backslidden in your spirit, I want to encourage you that today's the day of salvation. It would be great if you would come down here and one of us will pray with you. And Jesus will alter your world. All of you young people that's down here, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. By coming down here and sitting in his presence like this, your world is fixed. He, he will enter it and change it to his will. You should run. Jesus is coming. He mind alters us. He brainwashes us. He loves us. If you don't know Jesus, would you please come? Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this and other resources and information, go to our website, firechurch.com.au.